to Live with Domery here at Domery Healthy and Fit. Today's special guest is Ryan Dietrich. He has had an amazing career from being an actor to a model to a full-time specialist of healing the mind, body, and soul through professional healing at the gym and working with people with disabilities and everyday life of getting your mind, body, and soul in order for you to live a healthy, happy life. Stay tuned. Ryan is going to be joining us shortly. Hi, Ryan. Welcome. So glad to have you today. <laughs> Thank you. It's uh, glad to be here. From, uh, from my gym. So. From your home gym, which is amazing. Yeah. I love what you've done with the Thank garage. You. It's incredible. So, Ryan, I want to let everyone know a little bit about um, your background before we start talking about gym and fitness. So... Ryan has been a model. He's been an actor. Um, he's kind of like just traveled the wor world and done so many things. And then I met Ryan three years ago, no, four years ago now. And Ryan became my personal fitness trainer. So with all that being said, Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about your acting career and the movies that you were in? Oh, I'm glad because you said we were going to go back and talk about things. I'm like, where do we start with? This? <laughs> so, um, a little bit about the acting. I don't. I just kind of fell into it, which was which was pretty funny. Um, the story behind that was that I was working one day at the fitness facility at Lifetime Fitness back in Chicago, where I worked, and mm -hmm. one of the overnight operations guys said they're going to be hiring. Well, he said hiring, but I yeah. think they were auditioning, uh, having an opening casting call for gentlemen who you know, had dark features and did MMA and had tattoos and um, kind of fit that whole entire profile. So um, that was about three months down the road, but I really didn't want to go on. I kept talking myself out of it. And I said, there's no way this isn't me. I can't go do acting. I can't model. Like this is, I just need to be a trainer and focus on football and do what I normally do. And I'll mm -hmm. be good. And I had some clients who were like, you have to go to this audition. You have to go. I know what it is. I know what movie it is. You have to go. And I said, I can't, I, it's not me. I don't know. I'm not going to go. And finally, I skipped work on a Saturday, and I ended up going to a casting call with hundreds of people. And I, I ended up walking in, and I had no idea what I was doing, but I'm friendly, so I started talking to people. Mm -hmm. And they did some headshots of me there, and they had me fill out a couple pieces of paper. And I ended up being put in the movie, which was absolutely amazing. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I said, you're going to be in a movie. Great. Congratulations. You're part of, uh, we're going to get you to the second audition, which was the close-knit group of people around the main character. And I said, absolutely. I love it. They said, we're going to be doing martial arts, parkour, and then we're going to do some weapons training. And I said, I, this is the best thing in the world. I love this. And um, I went into that second audition. I got to meet the producer of the movie and some of the characters, main characters, the actors that were in there. And from that point on, I just met people and I had that confidence to, to go in. And from there, it just kind of, you know, after getting an agent, one or two agents that I have and, you know, being on different TV shows and progressing that, it's just, it's been a great ride. But just taking that leap on that one day and my boss called me while I was in line. He said, hey, where are you supposed to be working? And I said, I'm sick. <laughs> I said I'm sick. I won't be in today, and I was really standing in line for an audition for an uh, audition for a movie. So that's amazing. So you just kind of fell into it, and then um, you were also a major football player for the Lions. 
Yeah, so I so my football career has been my whole life. Um, if you ask me what did I be when I want to grow up, um, it was a professional athlete, and that's all I wanted to do in life. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to play pro, and that's the end of the story, and there's nobody who can tell me different. I ended up playing 15 years of football. Um, I played peewee, high school, college. Um, I played semi-professional, and I played two years of professional arena football back in Chicago. Um, and I, I'm blessed to have you know those 15 years under my life. But um, yeah, it's just it's amazing experience to be you know captain of a team and work with with all of these extraordinary people every single year and have a goal of just winning football games and it's just amazing and it helped me build the person I am today and my personality having that sport as my background. Yeah, I I truly believe so, and I believe that acting also created that amazing personality that you have that I know very well, and that's what I wanted to bring those up so the people viewing our interview today and listening to the podcast gets to know you even more. And then also you started your own clothing line. Oh yeah, so I started, um, you guys can see it here. Yeah. Um, and it, this was this was a rough one. I had this in my in the back of my head for years, but um, I had a couple clients who were interested and I had reaching dreams, this original design mm-hmm. here, and I'll tell you a little story about the design. Yep. The RD is actually Ryan Dietrich and I used it for my acting a lot. And I said Ryan Dietrich actor, Ryan Dietrich model. They just I used it for different things. And one day I said, you know what? I'm going to start something that's going to help change lives. And I wanted to to mean something. And I want my clients were like, hey, I love your logo. Can you do a t-shirt? Can you do a hoodie? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, absolutely. So I had the RD with the star, and I couldn't figure out what I wanted on top. And growing up, my grandma always told me, you know, follow your dreams. If you can believe it, you can achieve it. Uh-huh. And I, I was sitting there, and it took me months to think about reaching dreams. But then I thought about coming out from Chicago to California and the transition I made and being in, in different movies. And, and I was hit, I was reaching my dreams. I was reaching every dream that I had, and I just kept dreams going. And I finally said, you know what, RD, reaching dreams. We're going to call it that. And yeah. from that moment on, it just it sticks, and it's something that I, I live by. Yeah, and it shows, and it's amazing because your grandma always said to you, keep reaching your dreams. Your name is Ryan Dietrich, reaching dreams. It's so magnetic that it's just come to life, and it's amazing. And I have some of his um, gear that I love, the T-shirts and the sweatshirt, and you can actually go to Ryan's um, Reaching Dreams Instagram to check out that clothing line, correct? No. You can go to Reaching Dreams on the Instagram. Um, we're going to be coming out with a Shopify by the end of the month, so you'll be able Great. to purchase some of the gear on there. It was exclusive for clientele and friends and family only, but I think the more people that have it on, um, and I wish I could show you the back of my shirt, it says, always believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing that goes with the Reaching Dreams is you always have to believe in yourself, no matter who. And the, the second part of it, I didn't put on the shirt for a reason, but it says, always believe in yourself. And the second part of it is, even when others don't. Yes. And I think that's the huge thing, and I want to start getting that back on the back of the shirt as well. But always believe in yourself. Always. Never give up. There's always a new day. We may fall five steps backwards, but we always move five steps forward or even ten steps forward. And that's what I love about your whole entire life. Um, So let me, obviously, your grandmother was a great big mentor in your life. Was there one moment growing up that has stayed with you forever that you have remembered and you will continue to pass on that moment? uh, The biggest thing when you you say that immediately pops into my head was when I played football at 
at a younger level. Mm-hmm. And I was I played when I was in fifth grade, and I played on a seventh and eighth grade team, and I never saw the field. Ah. And I never saw the field. And then I remember also in seventh grade, I got cut from every single team that I played for. And I said to myself, when I got cut from every team, I will not be on the bench ever again. I want to participate and I want to help as much as I can. And that always, that's the one thing, as soon as you said that, it came right out to the front of my head. And I said, I don't, I don't ever want to be on the bench. I want to be out there helping as much as I can, no yes. matter what I do. Yeah. Well, and that just goes to prove that you are reaching your dreams, right? It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So um, I do know, but um, my viewers don't know, and if they're still following me from the very beginning, um, you were my trainer for three years nonstop. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about that because you're used to training people that have disabilities and non-disabilities. When we met, I asked you if you knew what multiple sclerosis was, and I had to give you some information, but then you researched it, and together we were able to find a workout that worked for me, but you also were able to recognize when I was having a flare, and I couldn't do what you were asking me to do. So how did that feel for you as a trainer, someone reaching their dreams, having to deal with me and the issues of multiple sclerosis. Well, one, just coming off the first thing is you're an amazing person to work with. I just Aww. want to give you, give you a heads up on that. And uh, the amount Thank of fun that you. we've had together is insane. But um, going into it, I was kind of scared. And I'm always, when I'm working with a new client, I'm always scared of, okay, what can they do? What can't they do? If they have you know, multiple sclerosis, they have diabetes, whatever we're going into, whatever kind of condition they have, I need to be prepared for that. I need to be 100% committed to my client so that when I'm working with you, I can see the differences in your personality, the way you're mm-hmm. acting, if something's not right. Um, then I have to slow and, slow and change up the tempo or add things or see what we can do. But I think with you, it was you're, you're very strong-willed and you push yourself to another level, which I think is absolutely amazing. <laughs> so for me to be doing things with you, and you're like, I can do more. Let's do more. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going... Let's not do more. Let's just do what we're doing and see if we can progress you in the right way. But I mean, at the end of it, by the end of our years working together, it was it was easy to work with you. And I, I felt like I knew, I just had feelings when, when you weren't feeling right coming in. And, mm-hmm. and we've had these conversations. I think that's the biggest thing too, is we communicated really well as a coach and a client. And I think that's what really helped us out the most. But I mean, mm-hmm. now that I've worked with you, I, I understand more of the the MS and the, and the symptoms and how it really affects affects people and it's just I wasn't aware of that when I first started so thank you for, for allowing Aww. me to work with you for those three years yeah thank you well you got me in the best shape of my life now I need to get back there again <laughs> you can do it I can do it slowly one step at a time um, yeah it was amazing working with you um, like you said even on my worst days we were able to manage a workout that worked for me and it was amazing because you never pushed me when you could see it in my face and that is key to having the perfect personal trainer and and out there people if you are not getting this what Ryan and I had as a personal trainer you need to be looking for someone like Ryan that really gets involved with the person, learns the history, correct? 
And I, th- I think that's the big thing is, is you said it's personal. It's mm-hmm. personal. If, if, I'm, if I'm doing a workout with you and all I care about is the numbers and your form, and I mean, those are very important things, don't get me wrong, but I also need to be personal with you. I need to understand how you're feeling that day, you know, what's going on in your life. It's, it's just, it's more, than, it's more than training when it comes down to it. And that's what I really want everybody to understand about the trainers and personal mm-hmm. trainers. And it, it's, it's not only physical, everyone, it's also mental, spiritual. You have to be on that page with your, with your client, friend, family, whoever you're working with. And a lot of my clients are my friends. And I consider them family. So I would train Dawn Marie the same as I'd work with my own mother. I would, yeah. I would not neglect her. I would not take anything away from her. And I want to know how she's doing because I want her to have the best experience ever. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Totally. So tell me how it is now that you are out on your own, built this amazing gym, and now you're able to train clients from everywhere on your time and their time. How does that feel? Um, it actually feels, I said it from day one, um, and if you guys, I've worked for a large corporation for eight years, and every day I would say to somebody, I, I think I said it to you one time, I go, I don't know what it feels like to walk into a fitness facility and just be a client, and just be a member. Yeah. I go, because every time I go into a fitness facility, I feel like I need to help as many people as possible. Um, it, it's it's really amazing, you know, and I, I built a gym for myself and my family, um, you know, during quarantine and, and the hard times and yeah. neighbors who wanted to work out or we were safe about a lot of the things that we did. But having this here and, and being able to wake up in the morning and, and share posts and share stories and be able to work out and, and have some people who, you know, want to come over and box or lift some weights, it's absolutely amazing to be in control of your own dream. And I think that's the biggest takeaway I get from it when I wake up every day. I just smile and I'm like, I'm doing this because it's, this is what I love to do. Yes, yes. And I can totally like still feel that. And it's like, I want to come over and box with you again. Oh, You're more than welcome to come by. I remember boxing. That was like the funniest time and the hardest workouts I ever did. Boxing was because of having MS, it was so hard to focus. And then I would giggle every time I would mess up and I'd have to like refocus. And but I... I don't know. I just, I think I like like hitting things. <laughs> you, you came a long way in your boxing. And yeah, we've had some fun times. And if you guys go back into Don Marie's stories, I'm sure I met a couple of them with her, with our crazy antics we had. But the biggest thing was having her focus, no matter what she was going through throughout the day, it was reel you back in, get you back into here and have you focus mm-hmm. for what we were trying to do. And if you made a mistake, it's okay. We all make mistakes in life whether it's boxing or anything you're doing, you're going to make a mistake. So you can't beat yourself up over it. Yeah. You just got to keep pushing forward and eventually you'll get it. So Yeah, and that was great. No matter what we did or what you challenged me on, you always had my best interest in my physical, like you said, portions of where I was standing, what was my stance, did I lose my balance because of how my stance was or did I lose my balance because of multiple sclerosis? And we really could like tune into each other. And I think that is so important when, no matter what disease you're living with, having the trainer really connect with you like the both of us did is the best way to get the best results of your life. Yeah. And then you would always ask me about, well, what'd you eat last night? And I'm like, um... Well, I had a really good meal, but then I had some wine. 
So let's talk about that part of being a personal trainer. And you also suggested certain foods because there was a time frame where I was going through another issue between MS and then another issue of not MS where I had too much flora in my immune system and it was making me extremely ill and I had to leave the gym for a year to figure that out and I remember you were with me while I was getting frustrated and upset because I had no energy but it wasn't the MS it was my own immune system in my gut affecting the brain with what I was eating. So how do you prescribe what your clients need to eat? Do you do it on an individual basis? Um, so me personally, I'm not a registered dietitian. I am nutrition coach certified, which, which is two different things. I like, I like giving you options. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to options, it's if you tell somebody exactly what to eat, and I say, you know, Don Marie, this is all you can eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's going to get boring. There's no fun in that. But if I say, hey, you know, like here, have try this, or if you're out at a restaurant, just put this in there. So yeah. I think it all depends on your, your personality, and if you really are one of those people who's going to eat, and I've done it before, playing football and MMA fighting and whatever else I sport I was on, but if I had to eat two eggs and then chicken and chicken and broccoli and that's all I ate throughout the day, I would do it. It didn't taste good and it wasn't fun, but I did it to get the results, you know, for my body. But at the same time, I want you – as, as you being a client or a client that I'm working with, if I'm going to prescribe some nutrition to you, I'm going to go ahead and prescribe something that obviously, one, that you like to eat, yes. just maybe a better version of it, and two, something that's going to be fun for you to make, especially if you're at home making it. I don't want you to have to grill 800 chicken breasts and eat those all week long because you're going to want to kill me. So, <laughs> But also, like you said about the wine, too, and, and that's the biggest thing. We're all human, and if you get coaches who are like, no alcohol, no, 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 no. And it's like, it's a drill sergeant mentality and it's going to make you not want to respect that and be a part of it. And I think if you have that conversation of, hey, you can have a glass of wine after dinner, that's perfectly fine. You're going to be like, Ryan said I can have one glass. That's amazing. I'm going to do one glass and that's it. Um, you know, and some clients take a little advantage of that, but I mean, it's just the human nature, I guess. So Right. Human nature and then getting on the scale. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and I truly believe that no matter what part of your body is weak or strong, you can help me out with this, um, you can work around any type of a workout no matter what your abilities or disabilities are, correct? Yes. So, I mean, the, the best workout you can possibly do is it involves your body. I mean, it's, it's, it's sexy to go into a fitness facility and there's 800 machines and it's all shiny, shiny and sparkly and, mm -hmm. you know, and the, you, you draw onto the, the cardiovascular. But I think the biggest thing is, is you have to move and on a daily basis, especially in the society that we're in now, we're sitting and we're talking, whether it's on a screen, I love doing this, um, or if you're stuck at your computer all day, but it, you just have to move your body. And I think that's the biggest thing, no matter what ailment you have, whether it's uh, MS or diabetes or mm -hmm. you know an injury you're trying to recover from it's just moving it's not loading up tons of weight and it's just moving if you're getting started now if you want to get into the other obviously crossfit bodybuilding things like that like well, yeah let's put some weight on there and let's go hard depending on what you're trying to do so yeah i love that and i loved it because you never trained me the same way every each time i was there it was always something different 
It's, yeah, that is true. And now, if you notice too, I never write down my workouts I do with my clients. No, no. I mean, you never handed me a sheet. It was, okay, this is what we're working on today, and this is what we're going to move forward with. And I yeah. love that because it wasn't the same boring routine that you see from other trainers. Because if you're constantly doing the same thing, you're really not retraining your brain or your body. And, and here's the thing when it comes to that, and I've spoke to a lot of trainers, um, some trainers who've been training for 30 plus years, and a lot of people have progressions. Now, mm -hmm. if, if I told you I didn't have a progression for you, I'd be lying. I have a progression for you, but at the same time, I cannot go into your workout with a, a, a sheet of paper saying we're doing this, 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 this. I have it up in my mind what we worked on last time, what we're going to work on the next one. And the, and the really good trainers, they know what their program design is for your client. If you told me right now, hey, if you wanted to come back and work out, I can go ahead and tell you exactly what I would have you do today based off of what we did last time over mm -hmm. months ago. Yeah. And I think that's huge going into that, knowing that I still, after all this time, know exactly how your body works and how you work out as an individual and how I can still work with you and push you. So when you see these clients, these trainers looking down at a sheet of paper going, they're checking boxes as you're going, it, it, they're not engaged with how you feel as, as a client. Now, right. if you're having a good workout, I might throw in some fun stuff that really pushes you to the next level. <laughs> I know you're really engaged that day. Yeah. If you're having a bad day, I might take things down, give you some more rest periods, let you recover. Maybe you didn't eat properly in the morning. So there's tons of variables that go into that workout and into that training session. So... I mean, to tell you I don't have a program is wrong, but I really don't like writing stuff down. And if you needed me to write it down, I'd write out exactly what you did and what your weekly progression looks like. But I think that it's more personable that if I have the knowledge up here, I can give it to you whenever you need it. Yeah. And also write it out. But to have it so I'm engaged during that session, I'm looking at you, I'm seeing if you're doing things right. So instead of looking down at my iPad, tablet, or, or phone, or sheet of paper that I have. so And I've seen it over the years of trainers just – not even paying attention to what their clients are doing. It, it really is just, that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves. I, I will have to totally agree with you because I would be in training with you and I'm like taking a break because I'm totally wiped out and I'm looking over. I'm like, he's not even watching his like client. She's going to get hurt herself or he's going to like fall backwards. And I used to say, thank God you don't do that to me. Like, that you never had a pod. Yeah, I never do that. Yeah. I mean, you truly engage, and that is absolutely incredible. And that's why your clients love you so much. Oh, thank you. So, I mean, you're just, you're just an incredible trainer. And not only that, I believe in you so much that you became part of my book. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I know. I read that part, and I was so grateful to be a part of your story, and and that's what I did, and I, I even made a post on um, on my page, and mm -hmm. I, you know, I thanked everybody who's been a part of my eight-year journey with the fitness uh, company I was with, and a yeah. you know, great company, and it's just time for me to go out on my own because I can help so many more people, and the only way to do that is not create limitations for myself, and, exactly. and to be able to just go out and do it, so... Yeah. I just really think it's great to, to have that. And I put at the end, I said, I will not stop until I help as many people as I can in this lifetime. And whether it's mm -hmm. personal training, whether it's conversations of mentoring, um, whether it's creating a daily journal, a livelihood for you. And, and it's not just about your training. It's about your lifestyle also. So, mm -hmm. you know, because if you're successful in your business, you're going to be successful in your whole entire endeavor, whether it's training, you know, your family, whatever it is, you, you have to tie it all together into a bundle. It just can't be, I'm going to work on my body and that's all. And you're going, you know, 
not do anything else. To- exactly. And um, I also want to share with the audience that you are an incredible writer of finding your path, finding what you need in life. And I used to love watching your stories because you would talk about how you were going to engage in the day of that day of the positivity and the light. And, you know, I'm all about that. And that's what my entire Instagram feed is about. That's what we would always talk about. Like, I want to do this. I want to help so many people. But you've been doing that your entire life as well. And that's what makes you you. And that's what makes everybody want to train with you and work with you. Because you're not just the trainer. You are the trainer, the actor, the businessman, the entrepreneur, the man that really cares for everybody. And you take it to the next level of the care guide of really understanding who you're working with, what's going on in their home, how are they doing, how can I help? But I love the part of reaching dreams, Ryan Dietrich, your your corporation, and you speak what that means reaching your dreams and with your clients as well but i used to always love your poetry and um that's just a part of you thank you yeah it's it's and i i've I've, and it's i've moved out here and the the thing is i moved out here for the people watching i moved out here from chicago three years ago Mm -hmm. um to pursue acting, to pursue the weather out here in California. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> Sorry if you're on the East Coast or in the Midwest. Um, you haven't lived till you got out here and experienced this. But um, when I first came out here, I obviously had support from a lot of people, but I also didn't have support from a lot of people. Um, a lot of people said it can't be done. A lot of people said uh, it's going to be too hard. You're, you know, how are you going to – and it was the question of, you know, what are you going to do? Like, what if, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if you don't get this? What happens if this goes bad? And and if I would have thought about all the what ifs and all of the it's yeah. not going to work and all of that, I would be sitting at home in Chicago and I'd be doing the same thing. I would not be wearing this T-shirt. I, I don't know what I would be doing. My life would be completely different. And I just want to let everybody know that don't don't if you want to do something and you're passionate and you want to drive yourself to the next level, just do it. Mm-hmm. The what ifs will fall into place as you go. I moved out here with zero income. I moved out here with nowhere to live. I, I mean, I had somebody who helped me. He's a great guy, and you know, he, I still had to pay him rent. But I moved out here with, with a, a couple dollars in the bank, and I said I need to hit the ground running. Yeah. And there was no turning back. And if you you got to have that mentality of I'm going to make this work no matter what, whether it takes one year, two years, three years, ten years. If you're working on it ten years, it's. It, it's going to work for you. You just got to keep pushing forward on it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest message I can give anybody is have that, that I'm not going to give up mentality mentality and don't think about the what ifs because there are so many things like even what's behind me is, you know, the gym that I built during quarantine. Yeah. What if? I mean, I was taking money that I was getting and I was reinvesting it into something. And what if it didn't work or what if, you know, what if, what if, what if? So, and I always mm-hmm. tell everybody, don't don't sweat the what ifs. They'll work themselves out in the end. Just stay positive and think about all the good things that are going to come out of what you're doing. Exactly. And that's why you're so successful. And that's why you are living your dreams. You know, reaching your dreams. And yeah. living it with passion. And that's why you're Ryan Dietrich. So, I just think that's incredible. I mean... 
when we give up too easily, that's when we start to fall into that darkness and we start to resent and not just resent ourselves, but then we resent people that are doing well and how did they get there? But it's not them that is the issue. It's you got to look in the mirror every day and say, okay, I may have a thousand things wrong with me or what's wrong in my life. Let's take a really good look at that. And you actually did that. Is there a question coming through for you? Um, no, just I think somebody on there said they couldn't hear you. Oh, they can't? Oh, no. <laughs> That's the story of today was that um, we, couldn't, we can't hear anybody. We had issues before this. Uh, oh, my gosh. Hearing, I'm sorry. If you rewatch the live video, you yes. later, I went back and I tuned into one that you already posted and I could hear everything perfect. So, okay, great. Um, <laughs> what, what if it, the volume doesn't work today? I mean, we could have went in this with a whole bunch of stuff on. No audio for her. Stephen G. Harris. Um, try to go back out and come back in, see if that works. Yeah, for me. I know, sign um, out and sign back in. A confirmation from the kitchen. So. <laughs> but he's a, he's a, I mean, the other thing I have to say, Domri, if I have a second to say it is, you also overcame the what ifs on a lot of things because mm -hmm. it's what what if you wrote a book and you told me I'm going to write a book. And I said, hey, write it. <laughs> I said, I wish I could write a book and I'm, I'm still working on it. But the what if, what if nobody reads your book? What if this? And, it, you know, by the time you're so buried in those, you don't even want to do what you really were passionate about doing in the beginning. So but you went ahead and you took the initiative and said, I'm going to do this for myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do this. It's going to help people. I know it'll help people. I know that people will be ecstatic about it. I know it will change lives. And you went ahead and did it. Yeah. And now we're sitting here and you have an amazing book. You have, I'm, I'm blessed to be here speaking with you today. Thank and it's just, you. It's great to see that because you didn't worry about the what ifs. Because if you did, none of this great stuff that you've done would have happened either. So I want to thank you for that. Thank you, Ryan. That's so sweet, but you're right. I mean, I kept telling you, I wrote this today, and I'm, like, really having a tough day. I'm digging up my life from the age of two to, you know, 52. And it really mentally affected me also, writing that book. But it has helped so many people in the world, not just of multiple sclerosis, just people that relate to everyday life's challenges. And as you know, the book is extremely raw. It is positive. It's hum humorous. It's um, adventurous. It's scary. It, it just has every single emotion that humans go through. And it was my life. <laughs> and it, it is my life pretty much every day. Um, but you've got to always look for your dreams. And no one's going to get you there but yourself, right? Yeah. That's, I, these people still saying there's no volume, so oh. it's okay. Just enjoy Enjoy it. You can hear me, though, Stephen, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, it will be posted of, It will be posted on my page, Steve everybody. Harris, who is, um, who's been in the, in the fitness industry since back when Bally's, it was Chicago Fitness, and I mean, you're talking years and years ago. I'm not trying to date you, Stephen, but you've been along for a long, around for a long time, and he is a mentor. He's a true mentor, and I've had tons of mentors throughout my whole life, and it's just amazing to have somebody look at you and tell you you are destined for more than this. Yeah. Because I don't think we get that enough in this lifetime of somebody looking at you and saying what you're doing is great, but you can do a lot more, and I believe in you. And right. Just saying that, I've had people say it to me, and I'm like, 
or they ask me, what are my goals? Hey, what are your, what are your goals in the next three years? And I'm like, what, what are my goals? What, what do you mean? And they're like, what's your goals? What are they? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> the power in that right there is you're like, I don't know my own goals. Like, what am I doing? I'm just, it's going to be five years on the road. And I'm going to be doing the same thing because I don't have these progressions set up and I don't have these goals to drive towards. And it's the same thing. When I told you, when we were working out, I said, here's our goals. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like we were going to lose 15 pounds or, you know, bench press the world. It was our goal was to get through a workout. Get through and not have an episode. It was they're just small goals, but something to strive for during that time. So yeah, it was, and um, I still live my life that way. Um, If I get up out of bed, it's a great day, and if I have written down what I'm going to do, I never say I'm going to do something and then I don't. I will always do as much as I can, as positively as I can every single day and I have bad days everybody has them but when you figure out what the negativity is around you and you get rid of it you have so much more positivity in your life to get those goals and to help others and I said to you I'm gonna reach almost every single person in the world with MS if it takes me 10 years and that's what I do with my Instagram and now I have the live podcast and now I'm reaching even more people's lives that only listen to podcasts and don't listen to you know Instagram and then my second book I don't think you know this my second book is coming out oh amazing yes um, it's called finding the Sun through the clouds and um, it should be released by the end of August Awesome. I'm looking forward to reading that. Yeah, it's going to be a great one. Um, but actually, you're in it too. <laughs> um, with that being said, what can you, we've talked about moving forward, having your goals, reaching your dreams, Ryan Dietrich, um, you, you do poetry, you write. Where do you want to take that next step? You've built this amazing gym. You've you've built your corporation of your t-shirts. You're reaching your dreams. You're like helping the world. How much further do you want to go? Are you going to build a platform of what we're doing today where people can sign up and you, you're training them as they're at home? What do you think about that? How does that industry work? I, I think it's I think it's very I, I just I'm so excited about the future with reaching dreams and where it's going to go because I have a lot more time to focus on it now. Not that I don't mm-hmm. have clients and or I'm busy and obviously taking care of the kids and which is amazing. Um, but I think the reaching dreams is going to really take off. And I was told by and this is my my story that I have to say, which is absolutely amazing. There there's a gentleman by the name of Ed Milet who is a uh, you know he's up in the Tony Robbins circle of ah. professional speaking and. Um, I actually had the pleasure of meeting him at the at the gym one day, and he told me he goes, "What do you? What is your? Well, we had a conversation back and forth, but he goes, "What is your? What do you want to do in life?" Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, "What, did, what do you mean?" He goes, "What do you want to do?" He's like, "What? What? What do you want to do?" And I said, "I want to change as le- as many lives as possible." And he goes, "That's the best answer I've ever heard." And he said, "I've seen you with your clients in this gym. You have a presence to you that draws." People it just draws people to that. And he goes, you don't. He goes, you're not going to be here forever working at this job. 
you know, do you need to be up on stage speaking to thousands of people and telling them your story because people will listen to you, people will be drawn to you, and, and people will be motivated by the things that you say. And that's that just that moment of talking for five minutes with this man who was up on stage speaking to, to thousands, maybe millions of pe- people who listen to his YouTube and his podcast, it just it just changes that. And even Matt Mayberry, who's a big mentor back in Chicago, who actually started beyond this path. And I, and I, you know, big, great, very grateful for the man because he's the one who asked me if I had goals and what my goals were. And mm-hmm. I want to do that with more people. So I think, you know, having the platform of obviously the merchandise is great. Um, but also having, you know, I, I want to create an app and I want this app to be on all in one journaling and I'm not going to get into it too much because I don't want to give out the idea that I yeah. have, but <laughs> it's going to tie everything together because it's not only just health and it's not only reaching your dreams, your fitness goals, it's it's health, your wellness, it's your mental, your spiritual, your everyday life needs to be a dream that you can reach and, and how do you want to live and that's the big thing. So yeah, I'm looking forward to possibly an app in the future, um, getting up on stage. I'm going to start, um, I'm going to reach out to some schools around here now that they're opening back up hopefully yeah. and I'll start speaking to some youth athletes about you know me growing up and, and, and the troubles that I went through and now where I'm at and how I can help people and yeah. and just the way the way that life works and it's, just, it's so amazing to share and get back to people and I think that's that's where we're going to really take off with reaching dreams and, and this whole platform but I would love to have something set up where I can talk to other entrepreneurs or mm-hmm. other motivational people who, who don't really get the, the the kind of publicity that they need or they deserve because they're great people at what they do and we want to have that and we want to give back to as many people as possible so that's amazing I love that so amazing well, Ryan, you are definitely reaching your dreams. And how Thank much, ama- just the fact that your name is Ryan Dietrich and reaching dreams, you know, never giving up, moving forward is you are blessed and we are blessed to have you around and in our lives. And I can't thank you enough for what you did for me for all those years of training and moving forward. And then constantly, just being you and not pretending to like me or like your clients. Like you truly care about the people you are around and the people you work with. And that's that's why you are reaching your dreams. You are an inspiration. And, you know, I'm honored to be able to call you friend and still call oh, you my you. my trainer. <laughs> so... It's it's amazing too because uh, like you're saying right now it's it's the it's your your mindset so being positive like I am and you being positive like you are we connected so you have to think about it. I've always been told this my whole life is that the same type of energies will always find each other in this crazy world so right. if you're positive and you're watching this that means that you're gonna you're connecting with us right now but maybe mm-hmm. somebody's not and you know you know you have a friend and you can reach out to them but it's weird that all these energies and I, I believe in energies and I believe in you know, me too. The, the positivity and the and just the, the way our personas are, but it's it's great because I mean I never really get to pick my clients. I'm never like I want to train Dawn Marie. Like she looks like she needs to be trained. So it's <laughs> like there's something about her. Like and it'd be this conversation that we have, and it's like I would love to work with you. Like yeah. I'd love to be a part of changing your life, and I, I think that's where it is. Is generally you know you know caring about the person you're talking to, whether it's the the person at Starbucks who you can say hi to and thank you, and you know ask them how their day is going, and 
And I've always told my clients this too, and I'm pretty sure you do the same thing, but Mm -hmm. I said you can change life no matter what you do that day, even with a smile. Yes, I actually did. I mean, I smile at people all the time. This was... I was voted most likely to smile or a smiley person in like grade school. So I'm always smiling and it's crazy, but it just affects people. Like I smile, you smile, and then you smile and that guy smiles. And it's just this chain reaction of happiness, which is amazing. So And you know, that's the one language. I know, right? And that is the one language in the world that people understand. It's quiet. It's just a happy smile. Yeah. It's welcoming, you know, and it's amazing. I'm glad you can read it because I can't. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he's just, Ryan makes the world a better place. I mean, I'm so, so grateful for some of the comments coming through. And I'm not trying to, like, not listen to you. I'm just like, oh, what does that say? <laughs> it's like my first time really ever being on a, on a whole, you know, live Live podcast. podcast. Yes. Absolutely. I'm, I'm blessed to be here, so. I'm so glad that we were able to make this work out. I would actually love to do a live podcast workout with you. Oh, that would be absolutely amazing. I would love that. Yeah, get the podcast set up and actually go through the training process of what it's like to live with multiple sclerosis. So let's try to get that set up and, you know, next month maybe and go from there. And all the do's and the don'ts and the uh uh-ohs. Of, of <laughs> do training. Think, do you think your followers are ready for the my crazy side of training? My voices and my I train my clients. You know what? I'm totally gonna go back into the archives and pull up some of the videos of my boxing and training and try to piece some things together so they get the real feeling of what it's like training with you. And so are you able to take people that fly in for like a week that want to train with you and get themselves mind, body, soul ready spiritually? And yeah, so if someone contacts you today and says, I'm coming out to California, I really want to be able to train with you and get that routine going so when I go back, you know, on to my home, I'm ready to move forward at home or in my gym Mm -hmm. and be able to do like Skype calls with you. This is where I'm at, Ryan. What should I do? In the online, I mean, if we're doing a a, a Skype workout or a Zoom workout or any type of workout that we're looking at doing, um, you you have to remember, if if I'm going to work with somebody, I have to have you committed and you have to be dedicated to changing your life, not yes. my life, because I'm not the one who's going to benefit from you being the best that you're going to be. It's going to be everyone around you. So if you're going to be doing the workouts in your home, whether you're mm-hmm. in Texas or Florida or wherever it's going to be at, you need to be dedicated towards yourself. Yes. You need to have accountability towards yourself. I will. I'm gonna. You're going to quit on yourself way low, way before I even think about quitting on you. Well, just, you don't. I love that. You but, don't quit. <laughs> and that's the thing. I can work with anybody, anywhere. And it could be any type of phone call. I can work out with you, but there has to be that mentality of I'm not going to give up on myself, and I'm going to believe in myself and work as hard as I can. And that way, that you're going to get the results. Because I've worked with clients in the past, John Reed. Who yeah. I'm like, hey, here's your home workout, and I come back on Friday to work out with me with their session. I'm like, how was your workout this week? And they're like, I didn't do anything. 
Mm. And that well, doesn't stem from them not to, not wanting to do the physical fitness. Yeah. It stems from something else inside. So, I mean, we have to have that conversation before we work out of, I need every, I need this from you as much as you need this from me um, in order to make you get to that next level. So mm-hmm. in order to be from good to great just to change your life, you have to understand that you're going to be putting in the time and effort and that you're going to see the results from it. And that if you can't do it, why can't you do it? Just have that conversation with me. Why it won't work for you? Why on Monday did you skip your workout? Was it that you were too busy? If you're yeah. too busy, okay, let's set a plan for you, a daily routine. Yeah. Okay, if that doesn't work, is it because you're not eating right? Are you going out? Like, there's so many things that I call the X, Y, Z, that if you have X and Y equals Z, if something's not working in that equation, we need to figure out what it is. And, and there's always a way to fix it. And that's what I'm saying. But you have to dig in deep enough for it. So. Yeah. I agree with that, and it's so true. I mean, you would train me, and I would train super hard all week, and then um, I would come back in on Monday, and I'm like, Ryan, I'm not doing well. And I just decided I couldn't do it, and I'm not sure I want to be here, but we always found a way to work around what I could do. And anyone out there again i really really want to emphasize this like ryan just spoke about it there's always a i don't want to do it today but that's not the people around you that's you and you have to be your best advocate of your life and your body mind and soul correct you yeah, got it you saying you're on mute no i'm not on mute <laughs> I can hear her, guys. She's not super loud right now. Well, she normally is pretty loud, so it's kind of <laughs> I can hear her. But I guarantee we had this problem. If you're watching, Justin, we had this problem before um, through today. If you, I know you're live right now, but if you go back in and you rewatch this, um, it will be voice goes back up to its normal high level. So yeah, it will be audio. Yeah, I'm interviewing <laughs> Justin tomorrow, so I'm sure I'll have some um, some issues tomorrow too. It's oh yeah, it's if like I, the week. Not, I gotta come back again. So I mean, I'm not I'm not upset about that. <laughs> Are they also saying they can't hear me? Yeah, he said I've been trying to read your lips for 15 minutes. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Well, you know what, Ryan? This is this is you and me. This is this is what our life was like when we trained together. And it's like, hello, you got to read, right? Read your lips. Uh, you got to read yeah. my face. What's going on with me? So let's hope when it goes to my page after this, people can watch it and actually hear my voice. So can you yeah. like relate that to everybody that can hear you? Oh yeah, everybody who can hear me. So when you, yeah, when you go back in tomorrow, you'll be able to watch it and hear Don Marie. But um, you know, if you are live right now, I appreciate you hanging in there and doing some lip reading. But just like we said in life, guys, everything's not going to be perfect when it goes through. And you know, we we tried to work through the technical difficulties for um, for like ten minutes before I know. we even got on this call. And we we decided that we were going to get on here and do the best that we could mm-hmm. and not not show up for you guys because you guys are here for a reason yeah. and we're here for a reason also. So yes, thank you for that. <laughs> you're welcome. So your life has taken a complete twist of turns. You are just moving forward, being amazing. Your smile is forever radiant and bright. Everyone that is around you loves you. Um, You truly are 
I will say it again, reaching dreams and touching people's lives. And it's incredible. And I'm just glad that I was a part of that while you were finding your way and reaching all those dreams. Can you think of one of the favorite poems that you used to talk about or that you wrote that you could tell our guests? Uh, can you repeat the question? I got, I got, they're doing construction outside. Okay. So, so one of your favorite poems that you used to write or something that you can think of right now that, you know, you always would have that spiritual connection. Can you share some of that with us? Oh, do you want me to do a poem right now? Yeah. Oh. How do you know I do poems? Because poems. you do them all the time and put them on your Instagram. And you trained me for three years. Well, I know. There's no secret with me. Um, there's no real poem that I have. It's, it's more of, I mean, I do have poems, and I have a poem book that my mom's bringing me out. I used mm -hmm. to write poems when I was growing up. Um, but more along the lines of now, it's just more inspirational type things that kind of go through me. And it's just, I, I mean, I can give you a little bit of a poem. It's, it's never... So no matter where I go, no matter how I grow, I'll never forget the road that I took. My life is an open book. I can write the chapter. I want you to take a look. So, I mean, I can keep Aww. going. It's kind of fun to play around with, but um, it's just it's it's just how you feel and how your words come out. So, yeah, I, I do have some poems. I will start posting some on Reaching Dreams. Yeah. Mine, um, all the quotes that are on my page. So if you go to Ryan L. Dietrich and you scroll down to the bottom, all the quotes that you see with they say Ryan L. Dietrich, those are mine. I came up with those quotes. Um, I didn't steal them, I don't think, um, or borrow them. But I, I mean, I love writing those out. So words of wisdom-wise, um, always believe in yourself even yes. when others don't. That's one of my favorite ones, um, and I use that to this day. And my grandma's, which she told me is, you know, um, what is my grandma said? Um, now you got me thinking about all these things. Um, my grandma said no matter or. If you want to achieve something, just keep working to work for it as hard as possible. Um, <laughs> he's rapping. Yes, I do rap sometimes. It's kind of what I do with the kids. Um, but, you know, no, my grandma, no matter what you want to do in this life, you can achieve it. You just have to work hard. And I think that's, you know, a couple of the big sayings that kind of stick with me from, from day one. And mm -hmm. um, even other people, too, who've been affected by me and I've been affected by them in this life. And I say affected because they they've affected me. They, yeah. they changed my road. They changed the path I've been on. And they basically told me, and they said some of these things were, you know, you've changed my life. I'm better because of you. And, and these things that you hear guys, and, and we normally don't hear these on a daily basis before I did any of this reaching dreams and training. I was a carpenter. I was a carpenter. I worked nine to five. I built houses for a living. And one day I got laid off in 2008. And everybody knows 2008. Yeah. Okay, one die, you know, the recession. No, we had a small recession, but um, and I was like, "What do I do with my life?" Yeah, I can't work. I I tried to start my own company. I got outbid. I didn't have a job. I ran up all my credit. I mean, it's just my story, I, and I'll share more of it on reaching dreams with you guys because I don't want to take up all John Reed's time. John <laughs> Reed's time, but um, it's just it's wild. So I think back on it, it's just the story that we have, and just 
to tell somebody that they're amazing. And like Dom Marie has me on here today, and I'm, I'm, my head's like this right now because <laughs> she's such an amazing person and she's blowing me up. But it just fortifies what you're trying to do and it justifies the, the path that you're taking in life. And I think that's great. So we need to hear that more from each other as you know, you're doing a good job. Even if you're taking a small step, you're doing a good job. Stay on your path, stay on the exactly. right path. So. Exactly. And that's what life is about it's picking each other up. And it's helping you get to the next step. And sometimes you have to be brutally honest with certain people. Like you're holding, you're, you're in your own way. If you are not reaching your dreams and moving forward, and don't blame it on a, another person. Never blame it on, I don't have enough time. Never blame it on other circumstances because if you truly want to do something it's one step closer to reaching your dreams it's one step of saying hello to someone that looks like they need a little bit of pick-me-up and send them a message call them on the phone whatever you got to do and when I finally realized all of that that's when my success of building my Instagram for awareness and positivity and reaching out to people, which is what you do with, you know, reaching dreams. Yeah. And, um, and you know, you've dealt with the adversity of people telling you you can't do it. Oh, yeah. You know, what are you doing? And people sending you comments of, like, you shouldn't be posting this or you don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, I am happy that you have an opinion. But your opinion is, is it's not going to affect me in the way you think it is because there's more more people that are, are seeing the good than they are the negative of it. And yeah. especially if you have a just cause, like, you know, you're working with the MS and I'm out here trying to help people become mm -hmm. the best version of themselves that they can. And, you know, we're out here, we're, we're fighting the good fight. So some people aren't going to be happy about it. And they have to look inside themselves and say, you know, do I, is this, why am I even, because if they're looking at your stuff, Obviously, they're they're intrigued about what you're doing, right? They're not going right. to look at your stuff and be like, "Well, I don't like Dawn Marie. Let me scroll through her page." Like, <laughs> they're going to be like, "Oh, I don't need to like this. I'm going to turn it off." Because if you don't like something, you get rid of it. That's what we right. do in life, right? If right. Like it, we push it away. Exactly. But we say, "I don't like this," and then you like sit here like, "Oh, hold on a second. Okay, yeah." No, and that's and that's a big thing. So somewhere inside, they're looking for change. They're looking for help. They just don't know how to say, "I need help," or. I want to do what you're doing because you're great at it or you're doing a great job and I wish I could be more like you and it's it's the small things so it's the small things but I think that, um that I don't aspire to be like anybody else I'm aspiring to just try to be the strongest me that I can be and if I can help people along the way then that one step closer was worth me trying to get there. And that's also the same way with working out. It's a mindset. It's um, realizing what you can and cannot do in life. And people really need to analyze that and sit down and talk to themselves. I have a morning talk with myself every morning in the mirror. Oh, yeah, you have to. Right? I, I, I literally go to the mirror. I get up. I'm tired. I'm achy. I can't, like, open my arm or fist because my MS is so fatigued. And, you know, you walk up to the mirror and you're just like, good morning. I love you. Or you can say, 
Good morning. Today we're going to accomplish one thing. Or, hi, Domery. It just depends on how you approach yourself. Because that's who your battle is. You are in your own way. So when you finally make yourself your best advocate of your life, you've won. Yeah, that's true. It's 100% true. Yeah. So it's just, we, we got to figure out how to get out of our own way. Yeah, I think that I think that's huge too. Is we 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 always and I do on Facebook. If you go to my Facebook and put in Ryan Dietrich, um, I have a fan page and regular page because of all the acting and modeling and stuff and the football. And I try to separate it from my everyday life. So, which I'm going to start putting it all together because that's who I am, and I really don't care if anybody says anything. But um, I started doing what's called Self Talk Sunday. Yeah. Oh, I, I like that. In California, I would do a Self Talk Sunday, and Self Talk was, I mean. It was just something. It was a self-talk, like things that I was thinking about. I wanted to bring the attention of other people to have that that talk with yourself of, hey, what's going on in your head? Are you mm-hmm. are you understanding what's happening? And there was a lot of times my self-talks were just about the day that I had. It was about the day of, yeah. you know, hey, I had a bad day. Like I got a flat tire, and then like I got pulled over, and then <laughs> the grocery store was out of my favorite food, or whatever, whatever it could be. It was it was just. You know, just to clarify it at the end of the day, and I always did it during the sunset um, when it was the best time, right on the ocean. And, and I got to get back to doing it because I really love doing it. I love talking. And um, I think you should. And I think you should. Along those lines of even having the conversation in the morning with yourself saying, okay, cool. I have a couple minutes. I'm going to sit down in a quiet place and say, okay, today's going to be a great day. Yeah. And if when you start thinking like that, you start planning the seed. Jordan B. Peterson, who is an amazing author, says it. When you wake up, you have... You have so much stuff. You have so many paths you can take in the morning. Think about it. When you wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. what's the first thing you do? Do you get up? Do you hit the snooze alarm? Do you get up and go outside for a run? Do you get up and eat bad food? Do you, I mean, that morning routine and just waking up in the morning can send you in so many different directions. Exactly. But you're starting the catalyst for your days and the events of what's going on throughout your day. Exactly. So think about it. If you want to wake up in the morning and eat a healthy meal and, and read a book and listen to a podcast, and by 7 a.m., you've done more throughout your day than anybody else has, and not saying that you're going to be better than anybody else, but you're putting that that positive, that winning mindset into your mind when yeah. you wake up like that. So, Wow. That was powerful. Thank you. That was so powerful. So we've got one minute left in counting <laughs> the Instagram messenger just came up so that was such a powerful statement that you just did and um i thank you for that because everybody that will re-watch this or listen to the podcast really needs that and you are your first love right but i mean you really are like you're born into the world not able to do anything but as you're growing, if you're not loving who you are as you're growing and loving the things you're doing, like playing with the toy or, or moving forward and learning how to ride a bike and you're proud of yourself, tell yourself you're proud of yourself, you know? And then when someone says, you did a great job, don't say, oh, it's okay. No, I, I still have to work at it because that's a negative attitude versus the positive attitude. So move forward with... Thank you. I know. I'm so excited. I accomplished it. So it's it's resetting the mind. That's true. And if and if you don't like where you're at, change it. Mm-hmm. You have the power. Change the channel. You you have the remote in your hand, guys. Yeah. Change the channel. If you don't like it, change it. 
Exactly. Get rid of the people who are negative in your life. No negative people. Don't let people take you down. Don't let people tell you you're not good enough. And if you don't like the people around you, change it. If you don't like your job, change it. You know, find a way. And there's always a way. There's always a way to make it work, guys. So Always. Never say never. Never say never. Never say never. Ryan, I am so honored that you came on today and spoke with us and shared so much light. Oh, thank you. All right. I'm blessed to be here and I'm blessed for everybody who tuned in and who will watch us in the... <laughs>